Okay, to be completely honest, um, Julia and I pre-recorded this <laughs> from when you're going to be hearing it because we wanted to see how podcasting works. I feel like that's just going to be a theme throughout us doing this is we're yeah. going to learn a lot um, every day and every time that we try and record. Also, this is like our fourth time pressing record to start this one. Um, that may or may not have been my fault. <laughs> but yeah, we, we just wanted to make sure that everything runs smoothly and also that like these next um, couple weeks, it's early January right now, we're going to be starting um, our schooling again and we wanted to make sure that we were able to get adjusted to our new routine before incorporating this big project um, into it. So. Yeah, 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 school's starting, <laughs> and it just feels like so much is starting in the next year, I guess, for both of yeah. us, so definitely just wanted to understand how how to podcast, how to edit sound, how to, like, bounce off each other, and I think it's it's been fun, um, for yeah. sure, and I'm glad we're doing the pre-recording, because I feel like there'd be a lot of um, pressure if we just started out um, doing them every week. But and it's, like, everything else going on. yes. Yes. Yeah, we've definitely given space for us to find balance and and adjust accordingly. Usually this time would really be for a check-in, like how we're doing, just like our calls, like just talking about how our weeks are, how... We're mm-hmm. dealing with various life things. Um, yeah, highlights that, of the week. Yes. Whatever hilarious thing might have happened. <laughs> or tragic, you know, either yeah. way. Yeah. Um, but I guess this time we're really just going to be starting with, like, a question that's kind of reflective of the times we're living in. And this podcast as a whole will really be talking about friendship because... I think we said it in the first couple episodes, but this podcast is really about the growth of our friendship, like at its Mm. core, that's the summary of the podcast. Like (laughs) we're getting to know each other. We're getting to know about the experiences that define each of us and and, Mm -hmm. um, unpacking those and reflecting on those. So yeah, um, a question about friendship. Let's see, what has been different about your friendships this year because I think even thinking about it this obviously we talked about this last podcast how weird 2020 was so if you haven't listened to our last podcast that's the that's a summary like 2020 was weird but um (laughs) yeah how I I was thinking about it it's like even hanging out with friends requires this additional level of planning and then Mm -hmm. FaceTime calls which we've been doing yeah it's like the basis of friendship at this point so how has it been different for you I feel like I've had some practice in that realm um Mm -hmm. because going to school out of state I've had to find ways to keep in touch with my friends who aren't near me that I just am not able to see yeah um also not going home every summer I feel like that's a typical time that people will come together when you do go to school out of state or whatever is happening or the Mm -hmm. holidays when people might tend to go home um I'm not always home for those times either so the friendships that are important to me um I've had to learn how to prioritize them and make 
time to call. And I'm honestly not the best at it. I'm sure my friends <laughs> listening that I like went to school with that are still very close to me. It's like, we don't talk for so long. Like the other day, a group of us met up and it had been maybe a year since we were all together. Wow. Um, so I think that it's been just a testament to that and really growing with that and figuring out like, okay, how am I going to prioritize this friendship in my schedule? And also um, trying to make time for the people that are near me and that I can try to see at a distance. I mean, it's been okay um, in the summer and in the fall in Seattle. The weather has allowed for us to meet at a distance. Yeah. Uh, but that's something I am nervous about for winter is like people not in my bubble. How am I going to keep that up? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's going to be cold. <laughs> yeah. And one of my friends, we like met up outside and in the fall, like towards the end of fall quarter. And it was just so cold. I like lost all feeling in my toes. So. <laughs> I think it's going to be a lot more FaceTiming, um, and I, I appreciate the way that you like phrased it as like it requires an extra level of planning, because it really does, um, and if anything, I think this is a common theme, is like it, it has allowed me to hone in on the friendships that are most important to me, Yes. Um, and not <laughs> just continue friendships that were quote convenient, and by mm. quote convenient... I think I'm very intentional with my friendships in general. I'm not going to be friends with someone just because. Yeah. Um, but I do think that throughout life, I've had the pleasure of like being able to meet a lot of different people through different activities and mm-hmm. make different friends. Um, yeah. And so sometimes, you know, when you're just moving and not really taking time to sit back and think about those relationships it can be hard to like recognize and and prioritize the ones that are most important. So I think this time has like allowed me to to realize and honor those friendships and really put the time into them and it has given me that right back. Like it's just been really yeah. healing and great. Yeah. It was a bit of a I didn't know where I was going with that when I first started talking, but I think it made sense. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I so agree with you. Like I think I think intentional is the word of the year, but... Um, I know, we're going to be saying that, like, every, every day. I feel like I say that multiple times a day. Yes. Already. Yes. So... Yes. Um, buckle in, because it's going to keep happening <laughs> on this podcast. But it's such a it's such an important word, and mm-hmm. I think it's so applicable to every aspect of life, and especially this year with friendship for me. Um, and overall relationships, I'd also say, like... Yeah. I'm obviously... Well, not obviously, if you haven't listened to the last couple episodes but if you have I am home um from college and I have been home since March um so it's been an interesting social experiment um for me because having my parents and sisters my only social scene is Mm -hmm. definitely been different but it's also allowed me to focus on my family relationships and realize how grateful I am to have such a loving and supportive family and and this is time I would have never gotten with my family. So I've kind of been operating under the, I guess, concept that no time at the end of the day is wasted time. And this is time that maybe I was meant to get to know my family on a level that I would have never and bond with them and have those extra little moments um, that have been so nice. But Mm -hmm. in terms of friendship, I think, It's been, (laughs) I'm not going to lie, it's definitely been hard just because it does 
require that extra level of planning. And most of my friends from my hometown are away at college. And even like some friends who are here, it's really hard to see them because we're virtual school and, and it's virtual school is not just like logging into your computer and making your day what you want. Like it is this full-time commitment, just like school would be. And whether it's building friendships or sustaining friendships has happened over FaceTime or Zoom or whatever platform. (laughs) And (laughs) it's been it's been interesting. Like, I'm really grateful for it because, I mean, I can't imagine this happening and this being like a generation where we didn't have technology to keep in touch. Yeah. Thank goodness. We are able to see one another. Yes. Talk like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like you already feel so disconnected from in-person things. And then Mm -hmm. without that, you know, like obviously it's not ideal, but it's it's still nice. And so I think that's like and we'll talk about friendship and our experiences later in the podcast. But I think the timing of this has been really interesting for me because this year I've definitely focused on individual growth and self-growth and it's it happened at a weird time to where like I had just gotten to college and I didn't have like those permanent not even permanent but like really built like friendships established. yet yeah yeah so it was yeah. kind of like it, it was just weird how it all happened I've, and I've kind of seen you know like if someone's not facetiming me and I'm not facetiming them like how meaningful really is our friendship because yeah, I'm excited to hear your reflections on that because <laughs> I think that's something that you know people are like you're going into or you're happy you're in your last year like yeah how does it feel being in your last year online and I'm like honestly it like it is what it is and I'm just grateful at this point that like I had two and a half years of like normalcy and then the rest of junior year was online and now I'm like I have my people I know this and this and this Mm -hmm. and so I remember just thinking like the freshmen which I guess were you last year like (laughs) oh my god or just the the freshmen now who are going into college and starting all that it can be hard I do think that there have been really great ways that I've seen that people are like Mm -hmm. building connection and fostering relationships but obviously it's different so I'm excited to hear about that yeah Um, but yeah I think like what Julia was saying earlier of like reflecting on these and talking to one another about our past friendships is really one to like learn more about each other but two to like set intention for our own friendship Mm -hmm. and um make sure we have like a strong foundation moving forward and understand like the ways that we can grow together and yeah yeah so I guess (laughs) I guess we can start at the beginning or maybe just high school friendships because I think those are really meaningful experiences. Honestly, yeah. I Truly, first... I... <laughs> <laughs> we both keep doing that. I think that's also part of, like, what we're trying to figure out is, like, who... We just start talking and we're like, oh, nope, it's your turn. You can go. Um, <sighs> yes. I feel like normally, like, the last couple episodes, I'll have, like, points when we talk about our, our topic. I'm like, oh, yeah, I feel like I would want to bring this up. But this one, I have no points. I have none at all. Mm-hmm. I'm... I just, like, I feel like friendships, we're just going to see what comes up. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much there. So um, much. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Take it away. <laughs> and I first want to acknowledge, like, how different of a person I was in high school. Like, I think sometimes, at least my experience, there's this trend in life where I think 
in the time period I'm at, like, this is the person I am. And thank mm-hmm. God every time I'm wrong. And it, it, life is really just this constant cycle of evolving. And so I think yeah. who we are and what we value at that time plays such a huge role, not only in our life journey, but like our friendships and our relationships and how we emphasize them, how much we care about them, how we expect ourselves to show up and how we expect others to show up. And Mm -hmm. so I think like acknowledging who I am in high school is so important to understanding my friendships in high school. And in high school, I was definitely like super image conscious and a very much of a people pleaser and it was really Mm -hmm. awkward because it was like there were a lot of things that in my high school that I didn't necessarily fit in with um Mm -hmm. and I wanted and I've always been very independent and individualistic thinking wise um but my desire to I guess please others and yeah be liked often Mm. conflicted with that and so both of them came out and it it was just odd but yeah and I feel like it's totally fair like you can that's okay like Mm -hmm. I feel like so many people even to this day like adults and like are still people pleasers and it's because we're told that that's how you have value is if other people like you and Mm -hmm. if so honestly like give yourself grace with that because it's like that's just what we were told. Yeah. <laughs> you were just acting accordingly. <laughs> and that's so true. And yeah, high school was just such a, yeah, such an interesting time. And it definitely affected my friendships now that I reflect about it. And it's interesting, like during this time, because literally I was in high school, I graduated. I was so caught up thinking about college and getting ready for such a huge milestone in my life that. I haven't really had time and downtime Mm. to unpack from a lot of things that (laughs) happened in high school until Mm. now, which is crazy because high school was, I think, two years ago. And that's that's crazy even (laughs) saying that. Okay, my senior year of high school was four years ago. (laughs) (laughs) It's wild. It's so wild. Um, So, yeah. And I think, like... I guess just to get really started into high school friendships, like that really did dictate. I think I was always conforming to certain friends and so, Mm -hmm. or friend groups. Like there were a lot of different groups to be friends with in high school. And I'd like to say that I made a a really like diverse set of friends. Like I wasn't just in one group um, necessarily because high school is like literally land of the clicks. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm enjoying this because I feel like sorry to completely interrupt. No, you, you're but good. I feel like I'm really processing what you're saying because not like that it feels like so long ago, but I truly don't think about that time at all anymore because mm-hmm. the friendships that I wanted to carry are people that are still close to me. Yeah. And like the people who aren't, which I guess we'll talk about, like Mm-hmm. just aren't even worth my energy to think about and that might sound rude but it's like just facts like I yeah. feel like over time I'm just like <sighs> so I I think like hearing this and how you're processing it because it was still so recent is really enlightening and like bringing up a lot for me and I'm like okay <laughs> here we go we're going it's happening yeah because it's like I don't know we 
as a society are always moving from one milestone to the next and often there isn't that time to really reflect on the past thing and high school was you know mm-hmm. it's a big part of our lives and I think it's so overrated like every high school movie is like oh my gosh this is the best time of your life and I I don't think that's oh true God, yeah. at all can I just say that like but it is a really defining so period over- Yes, I'm so over, <laughs> like, shows putting everything in high school or oh movies or whatever it is. It's like, I know that you 25-year-old person, actor, are playing, like, a 16 or 17-year-old. It just, like, I think puts, not only is just unrealistic, but, too, like, in retrospect now that I'm, like, getting older, it's like mm-hmm. it puts so many unrealistic expectations on kids in high school because you think you're, one, supposed to look like that when it's like that person is so much older. Yeah. And two, there's all these, like, tropes and things projected onto a high school experience that make people act out or think that they're doing something wrong or, like, mm-hmm. it's just, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's such an unrealistic expectation, and I think, like, being such a fan of, like, all high school TV, like, at that point in my life, like, I was such a Gossip Girl fan. I watched, like, a bunch of other shows, and I was just, had this really high expectation of high school and friendships and stuff like that, and um, was always comparing myself. Yeah, there's so much life beyond that. Life is beyond that. Like, you just, I don't know, I, I mean, we both did, or maybe not, actually, I graduated high school when I was 17, and it was, like, I just remember thinking applying to college. I hadn't turned 17 yet, so I was, like, 16, 17, applying wow. to college, whatever. And I was like, this is kind of nuts. Like, yeah. <laughs> people talk about this time as such, like, so big and so important. And, yes, I do think it's very formative. Like, your teen years are formative. Your 20s are formative. Every mm-hmm. time of your life is formative in a different way. Yeah. But just the pressure and, like, the expectation of high school, I think I'm just, like, so done with it and with people talking about that. And I think you have to move past it to recognize that yes you know yeah like it's just like why was everyone tripping like there's really it's not that deep yeah. <laughs> it's not that it really isn't. <laughs> yeah it's like uh yeah the cliche this is the best time of our i'm like no it isn't and don't lie it, and thank if god, this like, is the thank god best time isn't. of your life like you know like <laughs> expect bigger for for life this really <laughs> just turned into a drag of high school yeah we were talking about friendship <laughs> yeah and i think yeah that I was just such a, you know, like, conformer to various friend groups. Like, Mm -hmm. there was definitely a group of friends I had who were very intelligent people. And so I always assumed that, I mean, I took AP classes. Like, I would like to think I'm a smart person, but I always assumed that they were right. And so I kind of always adjusted my opinions Mm. so that, you know, like, they reflected theirs because I, Mm -hmm. that was just where I was at in that period of my life like I was very image conscious I probably wasn't the most confident person in the world and so I think thinking about high school and that happened in every friend group like how I made these adjustments not only because I think we all make adjustments being realistic like to ourselves but it was the fact that I was changing like who at the core who I was to you know, like, get people... Assimilate. Yeah, to assimilate. (laughs) And I think, like, now that I think about it, my... I And I had good friends in high school, but my best friend and and probably the most meaningful friendship in high school was someone that I didn't really, 
change who I was a lot mm-hmm. at, at all and didn't As make those adjustments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think reflecting on that has definitely been super, super informative for me because yeah. it's like you shouldn't if if you have to change like who you are at your core and like how you behave like obviously there's things that yeah maybe I don't voice every single thought in my head about someone or or <laughs> you know like voice everything and maybe I do mm-hmm. you know pick and choose pick your battles I guess but if you have to change like literally your identity for someone else, it's probably not a good friendship. And yeah, I think that's just a really big lesson. Yeah. Well, I think that's fair to say for like college too, or just in general. Mm-hmm. Like I think, especially if thinking about high school and you get to this point where I don't know if y'all can hear, there's like a cat outside <laughs> my window and it is like making these noises. I thought it was a siren. I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) as I was saying, like, I think you get to the end of high school or whatever point, you know, some people, it doesn't, they don't get to that understanding of like, you should not change yourself until way later, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, But when you do get to that point, I feel like I think about the end of high school for me. And like, I definitely had a ton of different types of people as my friends throughout high school, because similar to you, I just, I don't know, they're just great people to get to know and learn Mm -hmm. from and like in my classes you know not everyone is friends with each other so I I was really happy to be able to get to know different people in different ways yeah but yeah but then by the end I feel like you get to discover a lot about yourself and you discover what's important and like I was able to hone in on the people that were important to me and that inspired me and that like the friendships were intentional and it wasn't all about like talking about other people or yeah. whatever other materialistic or like image conscious crap that you're talking about like having to like separate that once I did that I was I knew that that was what I wanted and that wasn't really me and I didn't want to spend time with people that were that way and so then to think like you know you get to that understanding but then you go to a whole different place and maybe for some people you're going to college down the street maybe you're not going to college mm-hmm. you're entering um the workforce or whatever you're doing, but like going to a different environment for me, like going from the Bay to Seattle and being in this new area, it was like starting (laughs) over again. And I felt lucky that I I didn't go to school with the same people from K through 12. Like that was just not my experience. Mm -hmm. I went to an elementary school and then I went to a different middle school than ever in my elementary school. And then I went to a different high school than everyone in my middle school. So when I got to college, I was like, okay, here we go again. Like we're doing it again. Yeah. I'm grateful for that because I was able to be used to that and like, okay, we're starting. It's the next four years. Like, here we go. Um, But you can find yourself going back to that mentality of like trying to find people and whether you realize it or not, you're starting to like revert and Mm -hmm. just try to assimilate to try to find people at all because it can feel really lonely. Um, But I feel like once I kind of moved past that and was like, hold on, like, I think, yeah, fall quarter of freshman year of college, <laughs> I think about that and I'm like, oh my God. First of all, that was three years ago, which is a lot to wrap my head around. Yeah. Second, I don't, I literally do not, I talked to maybe two people that I talked to like mm-hmm. that at that time and being able to realize like, you know, you're finding yourself in a new place and you're figuring out what is important to you and what you value. And once I was able to do that. And not just do that, but, like, find that again um, was kind of, like, my whole point here is, like, 
I did that, and then I went to a new place, and it it was scary. And and when there's no one you know, and it can feel like you're really lost, it's easy to quote assimilate or just try to fit in. Um, and then I was like, yeah, no, 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 we're not doing this. Yeah, you know, we're not doing this again. Um, and it's just been so eye opening when it comes to college friendships. I love. I love the people in my life. Like, I'm just so grateful. <laughs> I'm really just like, hippie woo I love everyone in my life. But truly, like, I feel like once you're able to hone in on that and you have your people, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think- really don't have any other point. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's such, like, an important point, too. Like, high school versus college. And it really hopefully should be a stark difference because I feel like at least in my experience, again, like high school is all about image and, and a lot of people are, you know, like talking about each other and there's just, that's just kind of the vibe. And in college, it's definitely like, I think it's a stark contrast. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a stark contrast in environment. It doesn't necessarily need to be a stark contrast in friendships because there are still people that I hold near and dear Mm -hmm. from like when I was in high school that are just like essentially that same line of thinking and, and are just like core to me and, and yeah. we share values and but it's more so the environment that it, it's in like, yes I think yeah it's important to recognize that for sure and I I went to college I'm in state but I'm in the very like western point of my state so it still takes like four and a half five hours to get to college and drive there and I'm one of only a few who went to the same college as me. So I definitely still felt like it was a different experience for sure. And Mm -hmm. I felt like I was entering an entirely new environment. And I'm not going to lie, like I'm in my sophomore year, like my freshman year was pretty rough um, in, in a sense that I didn't find my people right away, kind of similar to what Julia was saying. Like, fall semester or fall quarter whatever fall fall was just not like you know where I found my meaningful friendships and of course like I've met so many wonderful people but I think the whole coronavirus pandemic thing happened at such an awkward time for me because spring was kind of like a new start and oh my gosh (laughs) it was like I was meeting people in my classes like I, you know, found a roommate for the next year, blah, blah, blah. But as soon as, like, I was starting to, you know, make some friendships, quarantine Mm -hmm. happened, and I went home, and a lot of people were either there still or, you know, like, a lot of people are from the same area. And so I went all the way back to my home, and it was just different because I didn't have those, like, set in stone friendships yet I didn't have there wasn't this expectation like okay we're going we don't know when we'll see each other again um because it was so up in the air at that point but we're gonna keep in touch no matter what it wasn't like that at all and so I was at a point where I was still building and it was like trying to adapt those friendships to you know my life now and so I think I've definitely like I have a hint like one of my best college friends is in our tour guide program and like we talk all the time and it's been just lovely 
um, our friendship because we make that time for each other and mm-hmm. um, we're both night owls so we both FaceTime at like really late hours of the night. It's really nice and so and then my other, I have a really amazing friend who I'm rooming with next year who we actually met in like math class and took math together two semesters in a row and just building that and looking forward to living together when hopefully Mm -hmm. this is all you know better is is really exciting but in terms of that like I feel so in limbo because I I wouldn't say besides like a a handful of of friendships like I haven't really found my people at college yet and I think I've really noticed how Sometimes, at least in my personal experience, a lot of my college friendships at this point have been convenience friendships, which we touched mm-hmm. on earlier, where it's like, okay, we're in the same class, or oh, we're going to the library at the same time, or oh, we're in the dining hall at this time. Um, but beyond that, they're just, you know, there hasn't been, on both ends, intentional connection when we don't have to see each other, and there hasn't been that extra effort. And so I think that's just been really eye-opening and and difficult but also like informative to a lot of my friendships I think you bring up a really good point that like college friendships and friendships beyond um structures like high school where you're set to take the same classes you have the same schedule Mm -hmm. kind of deal are so much more work to like establish like it's really like consistent energy and effort to establish a friendship whereas Mm -hmm. like those friends that you've had for so long like they're your friends and you can go a long time without talking to them but until you know they get to that point like with new friendships you really have to put that energy in and I think that that's what's been really rewarding for me about college friendships is like it I I don't have the same experience of Julia as Julia where it was the beginning or like the middle of my freshman year it was the middle of my junior year when all this happened Mm -hmm. and I feel like sophomore year was when I really found my people. I had, I, I found really great people in my freshman year, but there's just like a lot that happened for me that was like honestly traumatic and that I just like don't really wish on anyone mm. um, when it comes to like people taking advantage of other people and just things yeah. that are not so great in that sense. And so sophomore year was like really starting over in that way and being able to find friendships. And I feel like that effort is so much more work like it, it can be hard but it's so much more rewarding because yes. you have the same interests or you know that it's going to work in this way and there's no there is no obligation like first of all you don't owe anyone anything period yeah. but second <laughs> in high school or when you're in a schooling system that like has you seeing the same people every day mm-hmm. when things don't go well it's really difficult to oh establish gosh. boundaries or assert yourself or remove yourself from a situation because you don't have as much agency to do so you can say I don't want to deal with that anymore but you're going to show up to school and you're still going to see that person yeah whereas and maybe that's the way that it is in some small colleges so I want to be mindful of that I go to a large institution of like 45,000 mm-hmm. people so oh if gosh. I'm like I don't want to see you. I will not see you. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't need to do that. So I feel like college friendships have been really intentional in that way. And it makes me think like now that I'm in my final year and thinking about graduation and life beyond, whether, you know, that be working or if I move or whatever that is, it's like, okay, how, how are friendships working when you're not in a set structure? Like when you're not going to the same institution or whatever it might be and so I'm really grateful for college at least the way that my university works or the way that I've made my university work because it can be different for everyone 
that I've been able to find people in extracurriculars or in work like my work Mm -hmm. friendships I love my work friendships that I've been able to make and sustain like they're just really great and so it's exciting to think about um friendship beyond schooling and like once you're adulting really um but it it can also be nerve-wracking because yeah just going back to what I said it is so much work at the beginning but it's definitely so worth it yeah yeah and I I guess like I'm looking forward to that in a sense that like I guess each phase of life, like one of my New Year's intentions was definitely like pouring myself into my friendships, but also letting friendships that, you know, aren't healthy or aren't, you know, what Mm -hmm. they need to be, like letting them go or if they're toxic, you know? So I think every, yes, that happens every year, but that also is like especially important each phase of life. Like you have to make this like, you don't have to, you have to make a conscious decision. Like this is what I'm bringing with me and this is what I'm leaving behind or at least like putting on the sideline for a second. And so I think that is definitely like important to, for me to realize that like each phase of life, like you're going to meet new people and you're going to form new relationships. And so like, yes, there are ways to include and, and keep the same old relationships as well. But your friendships are always changing your environments are always changing and yeah so even thinking about friendship once I'm I mean I feel like and I love how I say like even thinking about friendship once I'm an adult like I am an adult and (laughs) um, I feel like it finally hit me when I turned 20 this year but I think thinking about that is just kind of crazy because it will require an additional level of effort. And I can imagine that that would be in turn, even though it does require harder work, like it does return, its return value is so much greater because both people are pouring so much into it. And you can see like if, if two people or however many people are really dedicated to something um, and, and overcoming those sometimes obstacles, whether they be like, distance or uh you know time zones or whatever um to make a friendship work and so yeah yeah and you can recognize that you're like technically by legal terms quote an adult but you're still learning like those are things that can (laughs) you know like Uh it's okay (laughs) and I think another last thing before we kind of talk about our next topic in friendship which is friend breakups oh my god (laughs) which are really important I think is also like the older you get the more you have learned and understand yourself and that can just lead to more energizing and and complementary relationships with people and like that can be relationships with your family with a partner with friends and I feel like that Mm -hmm. has been huge is like one of my closest friends I love her with my whole heart like we've known each other for like a year (laughs) and you know people ask like oh yeah how long have you been friends it's like we've only been friends a year but it's like we just have clicked so much because we've been able to get to know each other so much and know one another and like our worth as individuals and then also what we seek um in friendships and how we want to grow together so yeah. Shout out to Emma. Aww. <laughs> I love I've you. Heard, I've heard so much about you, Emma, so shout out. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so I guess like bridging that 
from that happy note to friend <laughs> friend breakups. But which I, are still, I think, like honestly, yes, it's not the most joyful note, but they bring so much understanding to yes. you and can lead to such happiness. Yes. Just like other breakups too. Yes. Yes, exactly. But no one talks about friend breakups that much. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, yeah, I think in any breakup when you make like a conscious decision to like stop putting energy into something, like there's so many instances and when that energy goes into, you know, such a more healthy thing in your life and you can use it in that way. But for me, like... I just have to say, like, my friend breakups have been so sucky. (laughs) And so, like, I think they've been so, at the end of the day, helpful. Um, But so awful. (laughs) It's a heartbreak. And it's, it's, it's hard. It's, in my opinion, it's even, it's really just a devastating, like you said, like a heartbreak. Because I feel like in our society, like, it's so normalized for romantic relationships to come to an end um the amount of breakup songs out there you know is ridiculous and um and and that's just kind of like I mean of course you don't want it to but in in most cases but at at some point a lot of romantic relationships will come to some some point of closure like I think kind of on those lines it's like more so not so much that we anticipate them to end, but there's just a more known script of how they should function than a friendship. Yeah. Like, there are so much more um, resources and understandings of a, quote, you know, functional, healthy relationship and Mm -hmm. when to break that off and how to set boundaries at the beginning and what do I do when someone ghosts me and whatever, whatever. Yeah. But there's not talk about those same things that apply to friendship, like boundary setting people. It's hard to establish boundaries in friendships. Mm-hmm. It can be really hard to do that because that's not the script that we're told and how it's supposed to work. And because there isn't one, you kind of have to make one for yourself. But in doing that, that's just really difficult because again, like as Julia was saying, it just, there's not as much talk about that. Yeah. Like, there's friendship ghosting. There's, friendship breakups there's no boundaries there's whatever whatever all these same things but we don't talk about it in that same way and we're kind of left grieving the loss of a relationship in a way that we don't know how or can feel foreign or like we're doing something wrong because it's not normalized that that's something that will be difficult or hard to go through and it's almost normalized to a point where like at least for me like bff or like stuff like that is like almost a part of our vocabulary like you know, and so yeah. it's it's been deeply ingrained in my perception of friendship that, you know, like, unless something really bad happens or unless something, you know, like, there's this huge fight, like, friendships end. And, fr- and on the flip side, like, unless that happens, friendship should be this, like, forever thing. And realizing yeah, no. that it's not that way <laughs> no. is so important. Like, I... I think that's so that was so important to you know my current definition of friendship and how mm-hmm. it is different from my high school and even like my definition of friendship a year ago like 
entering any kind of relationship and saying this relationship is going to be something that I'm a part of forever is just so unhealthy. So unhealthy. So uh, unhealthy. (laughs) And that's like, and that's on like communication and setting those boundaries and talking about like what you want from a friendship and you know we don't talk about that yeah we don't we don't do that Mm -hmm. because and and you know when you talk about relationships and it's like well did you talk about your boundaries no did you talk about what expectations you might have put on this person in your own brain did you communicate those no No. and it's like oh well no wonder it ended people don't talk about that when it comes to the friendship and I think that that's so important too yeah um is communicating like when you know you feel things are going awry or like whatever it is um yeah yeah and I think they're so necessary (laughs) so necessary so needed and there's nothing wrong with getting rid of toxicity and protecting yourself like at the end of the day that is so important protecting your own Mm -hmm. emotional health um but that doesn't of course like that is a really healthy thing to do but it's I want to acknowledge that even even when when two people make the decision or one person or whatever however a friendship comes to yeah a breakup like it is still so so painful and devastating um and mm-hmm. i think like my experience at least like in high school having you know like again having i would like to say a good amount of good friends but having one best friend was like something that I will always tell my kids about and something that I will always fondly remember about high school. Um, But also, like, knowing that that friendship came to an end in this rapid, like, very... Just a very rapid and sad dissolvement of of two Mm -hmm. people and um, to where at my high school graduation, like, we weren't speaking. And that's so sad because, Mm -hmm. like... I was graduating from high school. I was leaving high school behind, but I was also reflecting on my entire high school experience. And I wasn't doing that with someone who made my high school experience so meaningful. And mm. it, it was it was heartbreaking. And I was so like pissed off. And I was, <laughs> I was so yes. over it at that point that I yeah. didn't focus on how sad I truly was. And until this that year. so fair. And yeah. I was like, screw this like it's hard and I think this year I was like you know what I never dealt with the trauma of losing that friendship and I also never reflected on a lot of the things that I could have done better and shown up and and contributed to my friendship that I I should have done and a lot of the things that I was in the wrong in and a lot of things that I should have also expected it's awful it's it's like one of the worst feelings and I I don't even know like again, it's, it's still kind of fresh to me because I was so mad for so long. Um, and then I kind of let that anger go because I feel like in so many instances, like anger is a mask for sadness. And I was just so sad. So yeah, no, I feel like holding on to those negative feelings, there is no use that does not serve you at all. And Mm -hmm. it's just so counterproductive to your growth and your well-being that's like let letting go of it and I feel like anger and guilt because we can feel a lot of guilt yeah it's just like guilt is just anger at yourself like by holding on to that and harboring those feelings and not letting them go it's like really just harming yourself and sabotaging yourself because 
you were doing the best that you can at that time. And I think when I think about my own friend breakups, like hearing yours, definitely like my heart is like, oh, like I definitely feel for you. Mm-hmm. I don't think that for me, I, I've had something similar to that, but I feel like I did have friendship breakups <laughs> along yeah. the way or like in the year or two following high school and they even happen I'm trying to think like I'm sure they happen now but I feel like I'm so <laughs> so so bad I'm so used to them or like I'm I'm able to mm-hmm. maybe it's because there's not you know a friend breakup in college is like these friends weren't with me for as long as someone might have been um, yeah. from high school or whatever that is but I think moving through that and recognizing like we had our time and that served that purpose and I'm like grateful for that has been really helpful for me like there have been people that I definitely thought I would have in my life for like a long time um that you know just like stop responding or um I don't know like aren't the person (laughs) that I thought they were anymore and and that's fine because we it is so ridiculous for us to get upset when someone changes and I think that's a really big thing is yes good good thing I'm changing because we're growing and if we're growing apart that's fine Mm -hmm. um and I think that was really hard for me to accept for a little bit because it's like oh what about these people that I thought I'd have in my life for a long time but it's like they're not that person anymore Mm -hmm. (laughs) they're still them and you can honor and be grateful for the times that you had and reflect on them happily but recognize the difference now and like you owe it to yourself to move forward yeah you know yeah yes and I think that's such an important thing like there are times in your life like and there was a point in my life where I was like even in college like I was like screw high school like I was so mad and it just didn't serve me because the truth the truth is like my best friend from high school and I had like 99% of it was just this beautiful thing and and like the funniest most la- like just just really a fun mm-hmm. time and like the fact that I'm remembering like and just angry and bitter and had all this like resentment um for it coming to an end and for how it came to an end was just so unhealthy because it didn't allow me to reflect and the truth was that we were both changing and maybe we Mm -hmm. weren't changing at the same rates maybe I don't think we were changing in the same way yeah in the same ways at all and I think like for me there's always not always because that's very toxic to say but I think for me like if if a friendship if someone and I grows apart from me and you know like I don't know we we grow apart and there's a lapse in communication like I think maybe there's opportunities in the future and not setting you know expectation for that or hoping Mm. for that necessarily but there's also opportunities to grow back together but oh my gosh yes it's and it's (laughs) wonderful and I'm starting that and not to set an expectation that, oh, every single time I end a relationship, we're gonna have a relationship in the future. Like, no, there are some things that you just need to let go of and that are just toxic. And, but, but I think the opportunity to grow back together naturally, um, can happen. And so I'm excited for that. And I'm looking forward to that. 
yeah, like what's for you will be yours and what's not will not be. Yeah. <laughs> will pass. <laughs> and I was snapping aggressively because I have a friend, not from high school, but from like we met when we were 15. Um, and well, I remember we were 16. I think we were 16. And we just became at summer camp and we became super close. And um, I'm smiling really big because it's just like such, so funny. Like we became super close. Um, we'd hang out with each other on weekends, just do really, really just have fun together. Just like we were great friends um, that, you know, I didn't go to school with. So it did feel super intentional because it was like practicing that like intentionality of like you're not a convenient friendship because yes. you live far yeah, <laughs> and we're, we're making time but then going into our first years of college so the summer after senior year we worked together at the summer camp that we went to that we grew up going to and we were so excited um to work together and um yeah we were just so excited to work together and for so many reasons, that just didn't end up working out for us. Like, mm-hmm. we quickly um, grew apart that yeah. summer. And it was so painful for the both of us. And we didn't talk about it. I was really hurting, but I kind of found more friendships than other people at the camp and other individuals. And so did she. Mm-hmm. And we never talked about it. Ugh. It was just a really painful friendship, how it ended. We had a conversation at the end of the summer and then went to college, and then that was it. And she wow. goes to school in Minnesota, and I go to school in Washington. So we didn't talk. And then, <laughs> literally three years later, in March, like this past March, we reconnected, and um, we are just like super close again. Like That's she awesome. is one of my favorite people, and I think it was so exciting, and cool, and like heartwarming to think about how much we've grown like we talked for a while just like catching up and then we talked about what happened and we unpacked it and like having Mm -hmm. had time to process and grow and think about it we were able to be like I'm sorry and it could I have said I'm sorry at the time no like I couldn't have because I thought I was completely in the right and I was Mm -hmm. you know whatever it was I was like I'm sorry I was I I was not being a good friend and she was able to say the same thing and like taking that space like forgive ourselves and forgive one another for like everything that had happened has just been so great um shout out to you Jason you're (laughs) amazing (laughs) but yeah it's just been so so rewarding and like so heartwarming and being able to grow from one another and she was always a friend that inspired me in the way that she viewed life or um the way that she you know, would prioritize, like, her goals, and, and it was just, it was so exciting to be able to, like, talk with someone in that way again, and, like, see how much we've grown, so Mm -hmm. I was just, when you were saying that, I was like, yes, (laughs) because I didn't even think about that, because we just think about, like, oh, yep, it happened, then it ended, and yeah, that's it, but it's, like, if something is for you, it will come back, Mm -hmm. um, and at the right time, there's no need to, like, force anything, Yes. Like she came at such, <clears throat> excuse me, at such a like important time for me. Like mm-hmm. she, I was going through a lot and hearing her experience and things she had gone through the past couple of years totally shifted my perspective on what I was going through. And it yeah. was just like, this, this was, was meant for me. Yeah. 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 And I think like wrapping up, like obviously the topic of friend breakups, but 
I think that's such an important like final note. Like, yes, they are so painful and devastating. And I think there's so many emotions because like I said, like for me, anger and resentment. And of course, like I was in the right, you were in the wrong. Um, was definitely something that I felt. And I was kind of like, this wasn't my oh, fault. Oh, we all feel it. Yeah. yeah no, we, it's never going to be our fault. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. It's hard to admit that you were wrong. <laughs> yeah. And I think like, obviously there were things I was like, you know, like I should have expected and I should have, you know, received, but there's also things that I should have given and I should have, you know, um, done for my friend. And there were just instances where I was like, just admitting that you were a bad friend is so releasing. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think at the end of the day, like, I'm not like, and it was so lovely to hear your experience with your um, friend from camp and how growing back together. And I think I'm slowly on that journey. Like knowing that you can release and take the time from a painful friend breakup and reflect on everything and release the anger and and feel the sadness because I think it's also important to feel sadness um and then also and then be able to at the end of the day whether you end up reconnecting which I certainly hope I do but um but also be able to reflect on the times you did have mm-hmm. and think of them fondly and think of them with grace with yourself because you were someone else at that time and grace for the other person because maybe they were going through something that you just had no idea what they were going through or you did and you could never understand it and and well I definitely want to say too like (laughs) we've talked about all these things and yes I did end on a note of like yeah I had a friend breakup and I we rekindled and she's really important in my life but I also want to hold space for and I haven't talked about it as much because one I don't think it's worth my energy or time (laughs) and two it's just like I don't know how explicit I want to be on this podcast yet but like there are some friend breakups I don't want to be I don't want them back in my life and I think we need to acknowledge that because right now we're talking about like yeah this person's great like love Jason so glad that she's back in my life but I think it's also like there are people I just do not want back in oh, my life. Yeah. Like, and, and it's fair to say that too. Like some end and they're, they're done. And they that should be. They, and they should be done. And like, it's like you learned what you learned and you got from that person what you got from them and no ill will. Like I respect those people. I'm like grateful for the time that we had, but I don't want that back. Yes. And I think it's important to like honor those too, because those are yes. also just as valid. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and not having the expectation that, like a friend breakup is a temper, you know, like no, there's always going to be this like, reconnection. In fact, like, li- no, that's just as toxic as like a relationship and expecting. Yeah. And like waiting around yes. or expecting someone one day is going to return to you. It's like, that is so unhealthy. You need to move forward. And mm-hmm. if that is meant to happen, it will happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like time to reflect and think about your friendship. Like I think also, is is a good thing and if you want to put energy back into it then I think a good time like reflecting on it and letting go of that anger is you can make that decision but I think it's just as healthy and just as valid when you evaluate and say you know what like I'm letting this go this this is a permanent thing and and that's fine that's good because not again it's so normalized to me at least like friendships last forever and they don't and yeah they they serve you when you like in your 
in your t- that time period and for who yeah. you are. And if you want to grow together, that's great. But it's also like it's okay that you let something go because as long as you like are also working towards letting anger and resentment go, um, I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. And not all friend breakups need to be dramatic either. I yeah. want to say that like some, it's just a mutual like we have drifted apart and yep. we've grown apart and that's cool. And you know, they don't always need to be dramatic. Yeah. I guess, I guess <laughs> the wrap up in my brain is like honor and give energy to your friendships the way that you do relationships and yeah. like at least not only in how you interact with them, but in how you think about them. Yes. And I think we are so quick to put a lot of energy and time and sometimes lose ourselves. I know I've been, I have definitely done that where it was my first relationship and I feel like I didn't give as much to friendships because I was very caught up in that. Yeah. And so really prioritizing your friendships and in that way, but then also in the same way of like communicate, set boundaries for yourself, like I feel like there's been a lot of times in friendships where people might have crossed a boundary that I would never let anyone cross if it were a relationship or whatever, Mm -hmm. because this was someone that, you know, there was no script for me to follow and I hadn't created my own yet. I hadn't created my own. So really take that time. Like if you haven't, maybe if you're listening and you're thinking about your own friendships, like take time to like journal or sit down and be like, what are my boundaries in a friendship? Mm -hmm. How am I going to communicate with other people when I need something or what I expect because expectations can be very unhealthy and it's like communicate that so that this person knows don't just think that they're gonna know what you want you know just just be transparent and set aside time like think about how am I giving like am I giving this relationship what it deserves and is this serving me is this what I want you know yeah yeah I think that's a good transition into our wrapping up of like what do we want in our own friendship and and yeah yeah and so yeah I feel like that was a great way to we wrap said, it yeah, up yeah 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 we, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've we've really like you know shared our friendship experiences and like ob- and there's always breakups. so much more to unpack too yes but and I think that's gonna be like acknowledging that yeah it's gonna be a recurring concept I think like mm-hmm. it was just important for us to really unpack our past friendships and what we've learned and um, our current friendships and and in shaping our own um, and kind of having that reflection period to come up with the things that are important to us and setting intention with our own friendship. So Mm -hmm. I think we are going to kind of like highlight what the three most important things in a friendship are to us. Um, so we can I made it words I made them words, words. So me too me too okay, okay cool okay we're on the same page I can start okay if you want. go yeah I actually literally just did this like yesterday talking about the three most important things in a relationship to me mm-hmm. like a romantic relationship and I was like oh my gosh I'm literally gonna be doing this again tomorrow with friendship and the first word for both or not the first word but a word that I think I share for both of them is reciprocity Um, Um, and you know, what energy you give should be reciprocal, what you, it should be a very reciprocal relationship. mm -hmm. Um, so that's how, that's my first word. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's so important. And like both people putting energy into something and, and pouring into a relationship. And obviously there are times where 
one person can't pour into their friendship as much as, you know, like someone else can, but understanding that and, and yeah, yeah, I think that's so important. I think my first one is really important to like my journey as a person. And so I would say definitely authentic because I was someone who conformed to my Mm -hmm. friendships and often, and now that I reflect about it, I'm like, I don't think I'd be friends with that person today because I'm finally confident in myself and I'm finally, you know, like I'm not going to change my opinions or thoughts because I think this person is like superior to me because I don't. And I think that you should, it should be authentic. And if someone doesn't honor and respect your authentic self, then I just, I think, I don't think that's a friendship. Yeah. I think my second word ties really well with that. And it's just being genuine um, Mm -hmm. for similar reasons as that, but it's a little different for me. Just like, I feel like as I've grown older, the people, it's not so much them being their genuine selves because I feel like if someone's not being authentic, we won't end up being friends. Yes. <laughs> um, but more so genuine in their intentions. I think that's something like as you grow older and you learn more about yourself and your field and what the work that you do, I feel like the toxic cycle and understanding of quote networking can be really messed up when it mm-hmm. comes to friendships and they don't, at least for me, feel as genuine sometimes. And it's like, do you really want to be friends or are do you just want a LinkedIn connection? So yeah. thinking about that, especially as I'm going to be graduating and whatever it is, I think that genuine friendships are really important to me um, in this capitalist world that we live in where people are just trying to climb ladders or mm-hmm. make connections or get to the next step. Um, yeah, that's my second word. Yeah, and I think that's so true. Like, understanding intention is important to everything. But I think if someone, I, I've definitely experienced that where it's like, oh, so you only, you know, like reach out during this time, and, or, yeah. oh, you only, you know, like interact with my social media, like this, you know, for mm-hmm. certain things. And that's fine. Like, and I'm not throwing those people under the bus at all like oh you you know you only reach out if you're in town but don't connect any other time that's that's totally fine but it's like don't call it something it's not like that's not to me friendship is this pouring of energy and it should be genuine and so like labeling it for what it is is super super important yeah I feel like I definitely am the type of person to only connect with someone when I'm in town (laughs) yeah (laughs) because I'm never in town but like I think more so for me it's just like why do you want to be friends with me? Like, yeah, what, what, and I think it, what you're saying is really important to recognize when, when they're reaching out Yeah, and what the intention is there. Convenient, convenient friendships are just, yeah. So yeah. Um, and I think my second word, it's such a simple concept, I guess, but I, Mm -hmm. I haven't really, I think it brings out a lot of different ideas and, and expectations Mm -hmm. of a, a good friendship, but is fun because I think that, I that, like, if you're not having fun in your friendship and there's always an issue or there's always this, like... Like, drama. Drama. Oh my like, God. that's not a not friendship. Worse. Like, friendships are, yes, they're meant to be deep and, and y- like, you should 
you know, get to know someone and, and not only focus on like, you know, the positive parts of someone, but also really get to like hear their story. And, and so I'm not saying that friendship should be this like light and bubbly thing at all, but I think it also shouldn't always be this like heavy, problematic, like dramatic thing. Like mm-hmm. it should be fun. And if you're not having fun with your friend when you should be, um, like it, when you, when you're in a space to be having fun, but you're not, and there's these like underlying issues, I think that really points to the fact that, you know, like maybe there's other things going on. Maybe this isn't a genuine friendship. So yeah. I think having fun in a friendship is really everything. Yeah. And I think that ties very well into my last word, um, which encompasses that, but so many other things. And my last word is energizing. Stop. That was my word. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. No. Yeah. Wait, really? Yes. Was that your last word? Yes. Yep. <laughs> I have it written down right no. here. No. Yeah. <laughs> of course it was. Of course it was. Okay, I'll say why energizing was my word. I feel like that is... Okay. Yep. We we really do have the same word. Wow. Okay. Energizing for me has a lot of layers to it. I think one kind of what you thing, it should not be draining. So the opposite of draining is energizing, but also for so many reasons of like, a friendship is something that, for me, I surround myself with people who inspire me. Um, that is huge for me, for it to be someone, for my friends to be people who inspire me in so many different ways mm-hmm. and who encourage me to be better. And I really think that, like, either, either like, consciously or not, and I think that's a big thing because I'm sure some of my friends are like, what? Listen, <laughs> if they're listening. <laughs> but they know that that's a value that I hold and... I think, you know, we talked about earlier, like, you're a product, or maybe, yeah, I think we talked about it earlier, like, you're a product of your environment, mm-hmm. and, like, you are, I know there's all the quotes about you are who you surround yourself with, and I think that can be very true, like, it's it's really important to surround yourself with people who energize you, and who, like, excite you, and who, like, and the things that you do are energizing, like, that road trip that you go on is energizing, you Yeah. Know? Like, having those talks or whatever it is, your friend should fill you up and should not leave you feeling drained or, like, you're not yourself or whatever it is because it's just not worth it if, if it's not adding and, like, growing, you know? Like, your energy and your time are so important and you should not be pouring them into people who are not giving that to you right back. Yeah, yeah. And so. That's perfect. <laughs> That was awesome. Yeah. I love how we have the same word, but that I'm not so surprised. Funny. And they all like kind of connected to one another. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yep. Great. Um, cool. But yeah, and I think that really leads to like, obviously we had the same word and, but it was also interesting like hearing our different words as well and, and recognizing that, I mean, I was like, yes, that's something I definitely value and didn't really think about. Um, mm-hmm. And so with setting intention with our own friendship. And again, like this podcast at the end of the day is really us like getting to know each other. And I mean, I'm having, and and hoping that we're living up to these words and, and what yeah. means, cause I'm having fun like doing this I podcast. <laughs> and I think um, that that's just so amazing. And so like setting intention with our own friendship is definitely going to be honoring those those words and also honoring our different lived experiences because I think obviously we shared our lived experiences with friendship today um, mm-hmm. but also we're going to be talking about a variety of topics as well and so honoring those and and 
focusing on how like our different lived experiences are are crucial to our different identities and our mm-hmm. commonalities are also crucial to our our identities and just you know like this podcast has truly been energizing and it has been fun and For genuine now. and authentic no, I'm, <laughs> um, I'm totally kidding I'm totally kidding but yes I I totally ruined your like sweet spiel I completely agree it is so energizing and exciting and I'm excited to have talked about these things and knowing ourselves and our boundaries and communication and holding ourselves accountable to that yeah and I think to kind of close the podcast I have so basically I have used and talked about big friendship um every (laughs) podcast at this point and so I'm gonna but you know what that's fine because it really is like such an amazing book and call your girlfriend is an amazing podcast so I think a quote that I was thinking about that pertains to what we were talking about but also like our friendship as well like is behind every meet cute is an emotional origin story and one that answers a deeper question not how did you meet but why did you become so deeply embedded in each other's lives and so I think like we have not to toot our own horn or anything but we have a pretty meet cute story you know like Mm -hmm. we we have like literally the same name same birthday throwback to the first episode but I think exploring why we are doing this and why we are facetiming and getting to know each other and why we're becoming a part of each other's lives is is also so important to reflect on um and it with every friendship um Mm -hmm. reflecting on every friendship like not because it doesn't matter when you meet or how you meet necessarily, but it really does matter. Like, why did you both consciously make the decision to pour energy into each other? Yes. I'm <laughs> smiling because I had that quote highlighted. Um, <laughs> but I I love that. And I think um, the quote that I'll leave us on that's also from Big Friendship, I think talks about, this quote particularly talks about Um, a bit more about what we touched on, which is like how we can often lose ourselves in romantic relationships and not prioritize friendships. But I kind of want to introduce it in a way that makes us think about friendships as different vessels for different energy sources. And kind Mm -hmm. of what I mean by that is we didn't touch on this too much, but having one person, like the concept of quote, best friend, and all that comes with that, I think can get really toxic really quickly in the same way that a relationship can because you expect one person to meet all your needs. Yeah. Um, and so really being, um, I was going to say intentional, but we've said intentional sometimes, but <laughs> being mindful as you enter your friendships and the way that you interact with your friends. And so the quote is, if you prioritize only your romantic relationships, but again, in this, in this case, only certain friendships... Who is going to hold your hand through a breakup? Relying on one person to be your everything will definitely undo your relationship. No one human can meet your every single emotional need. If you only prioritize some people, what happens when they're growing and living far away, wrapped up in their own lives? Or if you only prioritize work, that's too sad to even contemplate. And so this was kind of a paraphrase where I changed the wording because it was talking about romantic relationships and families. Mm -hmm. Um, But really giving energy to different friendships and 
having your people and like honing in on that and the relationship with yourself and being friends with yourself. Yes. Um, Because at the end of the day, like kind of thinking about that quote, people change and people will go and how you can process that and learn from that all kind of stems from like, how are you doing with yourself and Mm -hmm. knowing that your worth and how you are able to cope and, and move forward and grow is so important to just your well-being and sustaining, you know, the life that you want to live. Yeah. And I think honoring and respecting and acknowledging your own growth and, and life journey is crucial to having the ability to be a good friend, be a good friend and respect someone else's, you know, growth and life journey and, Mm -hmm. and honor that. And so, yeah, I think friendship, (laughs) friendship, very complicated, but at the end of the day, I think one of the most rewarding things in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was... is like one big ramble. Yeah. <laughs> That's so important. And I think it's been, at least for me, I feel like you were so eloquent this episode. I was just kind of like, I'm stumbling through because these are just things that come up in every day. And I'm excited as we continue to talk about things and tell stories and like grow to bring up these topics and like learn from them. Yes. Uh, yeah, that was so fun. And I think the perfect timing as we start our podcast talking about why we're here in the first place, which is friendship. Mm-hmm. But I guess we'll see everyone next Monday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you've been such a lovely friend. And I'm so excited to keep growing in our friendship yes. and growing in this podcast and figuring out what it is that we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Ditto times a thousand. I'm excited for everyone. For the two people, well, I said three last time, so I'm going to give it four. Four people listening to also be growing with us in this way. So, yes. Well, bye. <laughs> bye. Um, yeah. Well, Cue closing music. <laughs> Love Island theme. Bring it. Come on in. <laughs>